here with Matt Booth, otherwise known as Boofy. Hello, everyone. How are you today? Matt and I have known each other for a little while. Some good times, 14 years? Something like that. that. I met you when I first came into the business. That's right. So from a factory level, that's 15. But I think I met you after we released the product. You know what? I have some good memories of sitting in the, what was his name, in the garage. It was Anil's friend. Uh, I'm still Facebook friends with him. You know, we were sitting there smoking cigars in Thomas. L.A. Tom, yes, Thomas, Thomas, man. Thomas, yeah, Thomas that's my Kamar, boy. Come on, Habibi. Yeah, just chilling out. But anyway, we are here to discuss the evolution. Oh shit! Of, uh, okay. No, we're, we're here to discuss whatever you want to discuss. Okay. If you like it, talk about it. If okay. you don't want to talk about it, don't talk about it. Okay. Throwing it back at you. I got you. I got so, you. So uh, talk about throwing some stacks on ass. Some cigars, maybe having some gin. Whatever floats your boat. Sleeping in. There's enough other media guys that are going to do everything else. So, you know, I'm just trying to put a different perspective on okay. things. But still be informative, still get the message out. Mm-hmm. And uh, hit it, man. I'm just not even going to ask you. Or do you need the direction? Have you had not enough questions asked of you in the no, last No, man, I can just let it rip, bro. Let it rip because I know so, you have it planned. So it's like this. 2003, Room 101 is founded in a humble yet tidy apartment at the corner of Melrose and Genesee, Hollywood, California. The nucleus of creative energy, or one nucleus. There's several, yes. you know, epicenters of creativity. But I think, I think as you, you drive up the freeway into Hollywood on the 101, you can almost feel the vibrations pulsing at you, you know, beckoning to you, right? And it was here, there rather, on a kidney-shaped, vintage, authentic coffee table that would fall over a bit too much sometimes, mm-hmm. you know, when you try to put your feet on it. Not safe for children. Not Speaking of not safe for children. Oh, I just, I'm sorry. I just, <laughs> it, you caught me at the right moment. So, so miscreants about everywhere here. Cigarophiles. Tobaccophiles. Right. Tobaccophiles. So, this is where the concept of a modernized multi-category, multi-class brand was formed. The mind, young, aspiring gentleman that had no idea the road that was ahead of him. That's me. Do that was me. Do any of us that was know. Me. Yeah, that was me. I should have been a fireman. <laughs> so, good benefits, get a couple rental properties, Pension. passive income. Yes. Get a Benzo or two, mm-hmm. car, not the... So, <laughs> so, but the idea for this brand, the roots of it, right? right? The genetics, you strip away the aesthetics, the trade dress, all that. The chief inspiration for this brand's genetic composition is Alfred Dunhill. And many people don't know that, but I was deeply in love with Alfred Dunhill, the brand. The brand. Right? Right. Because this, to me, was the quintessence of the good life. All these, all these bits and pieces that all added up to the finest appointments for the modern day gentleman and gentle lady jet-setting individual of the 1950s and 60s, right, right? Right. You could go to their flagship boutique in Mayfair in London and sit privately in the hustle and bustle of one of the greatest cities in the world, shielded by some fine shrubs and foliage, right. <laughs> having an espresso, drinking maybe some of their cognac, smoking their cigar while you wait Maybe for your driving gloves to be monogrammed, you know? Because, like, the 
the stitching on, on the steering wheel uh, uh, of your Bentley is so abrasive to your hands sometimes. Right. You, you know what I mean? Touched up every oh now and Oh my then. God. Just like right. you get calluses and driving gloves, it's right? It's a tough life. It is. You know, also good, mm. you know, to keep that little, you know, that White House white in uh, position, you know? I don't like to talk about politics though. So, <laughs> White House white. <laughs> The new limited edition from Room 101, that White House white, it's going to be great. Great idea. The paint color, of course, <laughs> is what we're talking about. So, Dunhill, right? Dunhill. But I said, how can I, how can I take this concept that I'm so desperately in love with and create this newly tuned? Oh, Sorry. It's all. Hey, bro. Joe. I know we're in the middle of something. He's I, always in the middle of something. How you doing? I want to be in the middle of a conversational transaction with you. You sell your store? Um, I'm keeping a piece of it. I'm just stepping away from the day-to-day stuff. I'm doing more long-term stuff. Congratulations. So, thank you. Uh, nice. You know, the people that I'm in business with are very well funded, so it's given me the ability to do some stuff. That... If you put the camera on him for one second. No, no, no. <laughs> This is my friend Joe. I've known him from the beginning. And as you'll notice, Rain City Cigars in Seattle, right? And he has what I refer to as a wealth tan. Okay? What? Wealth tan. Oh. Wealth tan. The tone of his flesh gotcha. is that of a gentleman with not a care in the world. It's amazing. <laughs> Have you golfed twice already this morning? Uh, no, I haven't because it's too hot to golf outside. See? But, but coming from Scottsdale, I do get my golf in. My man. There you go. There you go. Pleasure Thank to see you, Matt. Always. Always. If you're Always. in the hood. Always, Matt. All right. Joe, Take care. pleasure. You're on Simply Stogies. Just oh, let me get you a cigar. Oh, thank you. I'm sorry, Nick. <laughs> hey, no I'm worries. sorry, Nick. I That's didn't... okay. This is Matt Booth. I've known him for a long time. How are you, sir? I wouldn't expect anything different than him to do what he does. Thank you. Oh, it's okay. Course, I don't need one. Oh, yeah. Uh, no, I know. It's fine. <laughs> You've had enough. <laughs> I have. Well, have a good show. Thanks, bro. Take care of yourself. You too, bro. Until next time. Right. Take care. Nice, nice to care. meet you. Take care. Okay. So getting back to the story. We're talking about story. the White House White, the driving gloves. Alfred Dunhill. Right. London. So go. while you're waiting for your fine driving gloves, maybe your passport cover right. to be monogrammed. Full brand immersion, right, of all the finest shit you could imagine. But how do I make it my way? How do I make it my style, my way, authentic to my vision, right, but with this core genetic? And this was the genesis for Room 101. And if you think about it, not to beat my dick on the table here, but I'm going to for a second, there is no brand in the fucking world that is active, actively commercializing the categories that we are at the scale that we are. I challenge you to identify another. You will not. Hmm. We have wearable products that are featured in major department stores and chain stores. It's true. We have a, a, a craft spirit brand that is active in market at this point in, in uh, over 13 states and then by mail order, available in Total Wine, placed at select Nobu locations. I mean, it's not like we got a barrel of that fucking was your drink. gin? What was it? Yeah, yeah gin. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, um, there you go. But this is not only an exercise in leveraging creativity to design a cohesive offering of products, there also has to be creativity leveraged to circumvent. Circumvent might not be the right word. Let's say to remain within compliance as we cross over some of these categories. 
sure. due to industry regulation, et cetera, et cetera. So, which we do, and I think we walk that line, I was going to say masterfully, but then I felt so upbeat saying that. We do okay, right? Let it we do okay. Say, say it. Then. Yeah. Fucking masterfully. Speak, speak your truth. Masterfully. <laughs> so... Um, anyway, so that that's the idea of Room 101, and we and we built this cigar brand. I look at the I look at the I step back and I've been looking at this cigar brand, the component, the the big picture, and I'm like, fuck, this is a good looking brand. It's a good looking brand, man. Man, tell I'm sure people know, but tell them why the name 101, the significance of the yeah yeah the logo. So why not? that right after this though. Okay, don't mean to rush. No, no, no. Like the, the, so the products, not only the way that they're dressed and the stance that they take on the shelf and the way that they attract the eye, the product, the blend mixtures are also engineered strategically. They're not just the same three cigars with different bands on them. <laughs> Nobody does that. No. In this business. So. Never heard of it. But also the skew composition of these different series. And this is built on 15 years of my personal experience, what works for me as a, as a brand architect and what I feel is best foot forward in terms of the way the overall brand is engineered. This is a thoughtfully composed brand that's built on experience, you know. Um, the flower, our house mark. Are you laughing about that other thing I said? That was like a fucking week ago, bro, keep up. <laughs> so. It's okay, you're behind the behind the lens. You can enjoy the moment. So, <laughs> Japanese cherry blossom is a hand-drawn representation of a Japanese cherry blossom drawn by my dear friend and human being that is talented beyond several lifetimes, Chewy Kintanar. I met Chewy in, in the late 90s, Jack Rudy's Tattoo Land, Anaheim, California. Shout out to Tattoo Land, right? And I wanted a logo that was drawn. We had the, the Fu, which he also drew, right? right? High Schnookums, uh, which was a rendition of a one of my earlier ring designs, which was an Okinawan shishi dog, which is with protector, um, it, something that would ward evil off, right? And he drew that into 2D art that reflected 3D. But I felt like it was a bit aggressive, and I needed something that was evergreen and something that could be a globally recognized icon. And I went with the flower, and this is a originally drawn as a Japanese family crest or a mon, uh, because our brand uh, is composed of people that make our brand family, right? And the significance of the cherry blossom is that it. Re re oh dear! I just stuttered. Can you edit that? Like cut, cut. No, we fuck could, that. But just we won't. Let it ride, bro. Listen, fuck if we it. were gonna edit anything, that wouldn't be what we were gonna I cut out. <laughs> okay, good. Continue, my man. So, it represents the beautiful brevity in life and the ever-presence of change in life, seasonality with his, in everyone's life, right? And all these little holes, right? It's tattering. Weather, right? Because we are patinaed. Our human uh, meat sacks and spirit is a little tattered by the journey of building this brand. You know, this was built from nothing. This wasn't like uh, a pre-existing company or pre-existing concept. Like this was formed and built from zero, right? So 
Um, that's what that is reflective of now. Represented without the circular border in this category to uh, to identify. This is how our tobacco brand is represented. And Room 101, Senor. Room 101, the name, the word mark is a nod or a reference to George Orwell's 1984. And I've always been a very uh, tremendous fan of his work in that story specifically. Uh, several other stories um, uh, from the 50s, whatnot, like Fahrenheit 451, all these things about the man, the man taking control and trying to trying to euthanize people's creative freedoms and, and individuality, trying to stamp out what is the core of the human spirit, right? Which cannot be extinguished, right? And so Room 101 is a little part in his book that's very scary, right? And I didn't name it Room 101 to be oogly-googly like fucking Halloween every day. I named it Room 101 to identify the fact that this is this is uh, a very human effort. Uh, this is uh, a creative effort. And I am a huge fan and champion for creative spirit and individuality. And it shall never be standard. So that's it. That's, well, that's all I got. What about the, have a nice weekend. What, what about the? You want to talk about what you're launching? This what are you no. working on? No, no. There's enough see of it. that. Yeah, you'll see it on the internet. Yeah, <laughs> the, 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 the all the people will be saying, "Oh, look at the pictures," the tagging, all that stuff. You'll right, see. Right, right, right. You got the meat and potatoes here. Okay, you know, yeah. Uh, that fluff will be on the internet. There you go. Yeah. Well, Matt, thank you for your time, then, man. Always appreciate it. I appreciate you. Hey, everybody! It's James Simply Stogies here at the Canada Cigars booth. PCA Trade Show 2023. I'm here with Enrico Collini. Welcome to the show. Thank you so Thank much. Thank you very much. So now what we're going to do is we're going to throw it to Enrico talking about everything about Canada cigars. There's a lot of information here. Stay, uh, stay awake. Stay tuned because I'm going to tell you right now, this is an ultra premium cigar. You haven't seen anything like it. I'm super excited about it. You should too. So gold, silver, nickel. Yes. Ultra premium. Uh, All is premium. The first material, uh, the mix, the blend, is uh, uh, mixed is Peru, Nicaragua, and Dominican Republic. Uh, when we uh, receive the material, we uh, add a special agent inside of our factory. It's very important to uh, say uh, this detail. In our factory, the, probably the bacteria inside of our special area to aging add, for some reason, um, change the test of our cigars and our cigars have a test very particular. I don't say it's the best or not, but very particular. So, for example, the wrap uh, made in Ecuador, in our farm, um, we have uh, worked a little here too and we put a little uh, care basically for fine two things. The perfectly colors and add our cigars, the test. Usually wrap is not very determinately or very important in the test of cigars. Probably is three, four percent, no? But if you have a run wrap test of cigar going. If the wrap is perfect, so and in our case we think that we got the perfection, uh, you can add something more. And the, the, the test add is like a, a sweet uh, uh, like a, a noise plus uh, uh, um, and uh, basically this is a secret for for um, make a better cigar uh, 
And the very important things also is when we dress the cigars with gold, um, the gold is not only aesthetic things. The aesthetic is very important also, but we care very much for the performance about cigars. So material, first material is very good, aging, but the gold leaf give a plus in the hush uh, when you smoke cigars. I want to show you something. Let me... Basically, in the long, uh, in the time you smoke cigars, Okay. The hush. Oh wow. Okay. Never go hot because the gold leaf protect oh, yeah. and help the structure of cigars. You know the the cigars lover uh, or the the the, the, uh, the people that know about cigars um, when smog appreciates very much then hush long, no? Yeah, it'll get a long it's like, a, it's like a filter, it's like a, it's it, like something that others test, no? When I smoke cigar, for me, it's very important. It's, it, find this, this small detail, extra, you know? And the hush us help very much. Yes. So if you can conserve the whole full body, this filter, Yeah. The quality of testing is better. It's cool, full. keeps it cooler. Exactly. Cooler smoke. And one thing more, the, the gold leaf protect and aging the cigars. Every factory use cellophane. Okay? Yes. Because cellophane protect the humidity. But cellophane come from petroleum. The gold we use of course we use also because for non destroy when for not. But the leaf gold protect and aging the cigars conserve the aroma and it's a very precious and natural product so we try to make the perfect things so gold protect help the structures help the testing and look very nice also yes they do oh, I yes, love they, my yeah, product. Are, yeah, absolutely <laughs> i'm absolutely. very proud and I, I, i've started basically for my passion because i love very much cigars i've worked 13 years in the cigar sector before in Havana, I've, uh, my father started many years ago in the cigar business and uh, I stay with uh, in the, my father's side and uh, approximately eight years ago uh, we sell the, the company and uh, we start to develop this project. Uh, we, we have a lot of information, we have a lot of uh, um, know-how come from uh, the, my father's past. Yeah, why, why did you start this? Like what was the what reason? Was the for, yeah, like why okay. were you like? I want to do an ultra premium cigar, where we're going to use gold, because this this is my vision. Like why? Because for things, um, the idea start for the reason. I think Italy is a very good country. Then have a lot of culture, uh, love art, love uh, design. But in Italy, the premium cigar, no half. I love another brand. I don't say what brand. I love very much because I smoke for many years the product from Absolutely. Toscana. Absolutely. But test and characteristics very different. So we, I say, why we don't the very high performance cigars and we use our know-how many years in contact with customers. I've been in all factory in Havana, everywhere. So all this know-how, I want to translate 
in something mine, something different. And we designed the first, I think so, premium Italian cigars. Because in, this, in Italy, no have this kind of product. You think... You think no, you know, when you think of Italy, you think of Toscano. Exactly. This and you point. are not this is a great product. It love, is a great product. I respect it very much, but it's But different. you are different. Yes. You are ultra premium. Your cigars started, what did you say, $38? Yes, this is more cheap. Yeah, so $38, that, that's it's, a lot. Exactly. It is. So you, you're, you're giving them something completely different. Exactly. It's costos, but not expensive. I say, you know, it's, it's something, uh, it's, a, it's good money for good more money for cigar, $38. But the cigar looks so good, the test is fantastic. So I think it's a good uh, so when balance, no? So when you're blending yes. the cigar, do you have to blend it differently when you're like, Absolutely. I'm going to wrap this in gold? Absolutely, so. no. Uh, we have a fine kind of blend. We have a, we, we basically divide in the different uh, strongly, no? So, for example, we have light cigars in the super leggero line. Super leggero is the cigars um, is a box between uh, 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 um, made with uh, okay two different kind robust and pyramid. But the most important is a light cigar. That is this a, is made for the new smoker, the people that want. Yes, someone who wants to come in. Exactly. It's a great introduction, not just to your brand, exactly. but to smoking overall. Yes, because you know this, the new the new smoker. Probably, if I offered some like Maduro, full, probably yeah. no like. Get, so my work is introduce people yes. in the business yes. and the, in the world of cigar. So we design this kind. So the special line is the second line that our brand is dedicated to make a special box and a special performance for the, the, the niche market, you know? for example, the light cigars. Or for example, this one, this one is a fantastic, I love this line, it's inspired to Da Vinci. And I want to show you. And we try to make a, a box inspired to the antique design and the Da Vinci, you know, the mechanism, the, yes. something like that. So, and we add the silver just for uh, for look better, but the silver have one very important characteristic, and this now is the new things. The silver, when you dress the the cigar with silver, we can detect the aging of cigars. You know why? Because the silver have a natural... Like it's, it's starting to turn color. Exactly, exactly, exactly. Change color. So we, you can determinately how many months have the cigars. Oh, so wow. no more truck, no more... No more stand. trying to, to <laughs> keep so, track of it. You, it all kept track on the cigar. Yes, it's approved, exactly. The that color change, we have made a, a table no? with different colors and different aging. When the color is uh, maybe 10% change, is six months. Was and that was that on purpose? Did you know it was going to do that, or was that a happy accident? No, this is a happy accident. Happy accident. Yes, this is a happy accident. Yes, uh, exactly. But very good, no? Very good, absolutely. So, if people want to know how many months is aging the cigars, this Just is look the, at the that detector. Silver. That's the right. Detector. I like that. I like that a lot. And the box is beautiful. I I love that trying to, to fit it in with the Da Vinci and then you just slide it right on. Oh, it's best. The, the basically, basically is a design, you know, it's a mechanism to 
So it's a special box. In this line, we have a different presentation because when we design the, the brand, we uh, try to um, make happy everybody. You know, so if somebody want to buy a cigar only one piece for present, because uh, probably just look like uh, the box, or uh, we have a presentation of one. Or if you are a very uh, very old uh, smoker, we have also the boxes of twenty five. So we design a different kind, different presentation for different uh, exigence of customer. Um, Canada is born basically uh, in the very limited production for a very exclusive customer. Yes. So in, uh, when we start six years ago, uh, basically anybody know because we work only for exclusive customer then contact us for an important party or uh, for example, we have a, do a private label for, uh, for important uh, multinational and then make cigars for present to the most important customer. No? They have very high uh, um, quality. Yes. So basically, and also this year we start to make uh, degustazione. Degustazione is a testing. Uh, so we select uh, um, for us the best vitola in our uh, um, uh, catalogo, and we uh, created, we design the mix for uh, show and for uh, give a customer possibility to try. Uh, one piece in, in, in the different kind in one box. So this is like a family, no? Is a Looking at your portfolio of what you have here, a lot of these are larger Vitolas, like a thicker ring gauge on the cigars. Usually when I think of Europe and European cigars, it's a thinner ring gauge. It's, it's more old world, like Cuban cigars. Uh, was this on purpose for the American yes, market? No, no, no. We, we designed the, the ring, the size is absolutely uh, different compared to the, 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 the standard uh, yeah. size, for example, Cuban size. So uh, we start, uh, we, I think we are one of the first to make a 16 uh, ring. I talked about six years ago. So, for example, in Havana, never. Uh, do no, a cigar like this. Uh, the 15th anniversary of Coiva is the first time use of uh, 60 ring. Okay? Yes. So for for us, the ring is very important because uh, the proportion uh, between ring and long, you can make a perfect uh, mix. Yes. Okay. If you not don't, if you don't have uh, enough space inside of cigars to put the, the different kind of leaf, never you can come to have. Uh, or come your proposal right to make uh, in this case a perfect uh, and very aromatic product for example if you see that this is a um, a guide of uh, different leaf for example in this case no in full we put we add in the ligero two different kind of ligero okay because we want to we want to um, so you have two Lajero, one from Nicaragua, one from Peru. Exactly. This is a special plus. Yes. Because Nicaraguan is a little more strong, more body, and Peru is more delicate. Almost sweet. Exactly. But I love cigars strong, but I love strong and sweet also. And spice is not too much. So I try to find balance. So you're balancing it between those heavy, earthy notes. Exactly. And those lighter, sweeter notes, and finding exactly. that sweet style. Like, yeah, yes, 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 exactly. absolutely, absolutely. This is very important for me. Uh, well, I think so. 
we design a lot of different kinds. For example, in the Speciale line, every single box is a spirit uh, um, or personality, Italian personality like uh, Da Vinci, or for example, is a spirit, um, for example, Futura in the Futurism movement. So we take uh, the aesthetic of this kind of artist movement, yes. no? the Futurismo, uh, and we design a special box with mirror of glass because uh, we want to project uh, the um, characteristic of this kind of movement, Futurism, and uh, the name of uh, uh, Vitola is Futura, is a limited edition, for example. Uh, and we have designed uh, uh, this box in two different presentations, 20 piece and the three piece. Also, we design the crystal blue box. Crystal blue box is, I think, first box made in glass. Yeah. I, and yeah. the idea is uh, show uh, the 360, the uh, quality of an aesthetic of cigars. So, for example, Usually what's happened, Cost, uh, the factory, when uh, cigar is not very, very, or not look very good, put in the tubes or add uh, some paper. So try to, um, customer not see detail. Yes. In this case, exactly opposed. We want to show all. Show everything. So the, the different color, never you find. Every single cigar has the same color. Every single cigar, we check weight no more than three gram, gram difference. If three gram more or plus than standard, we throw out or I smoke. Or you smoke. Yes. <laughs> so we put a really, really, really much uh, interest into every single detail in our brands. It sounds like it. it this is Enrico uh, from Canada Cigars, ultra premium. You got to check them out, guys. Like I know it's a lot of money, but you've just seen him go through so much information there's a lot here to unpack and we want to get you on the podcast so we can sit down for an hour and we can talk about everything but this is your first trade show yes how did it go very good very Impression. good yes very good i love i love this theory i love the united states <laughs> i know when i many customers love my product so i'm f very proud um, I receive a lot of uh, a lot of compliments, so I feel very, very good. Very good. Yes. So lots of orders. Yes, a lot of lots orders. Of this order. is the more important part. Yes. Uh, I come back to factory, and uh, we need to work a lot. Of, so it's safe to say you'll probably be back serve, next yes. year. You'll be back here next year for the trade show. Yes, yeah, this absolutely. is my next year, my first year. Yeah. And uh, I think uh, the next year we come back, and uh, in the future, every year we want to stay in the PCA. I know when I talked to uh, Jeremy Castagli in May, he was super excited about having you at the booth. He was super excited about showing your product. Yes. So when Jeremy gets excited about something, I get excited about something. So I'm very much looking forward to trying this. Guys, brand new company here in the United States. How many shops are you in? How many shops around the oh. US are you in? How many shops, what? How many uh, shops? Oh, okay, shops? Yes. Where, in the United States? Yes. I mean, we need to talk with the boss. With the yes, boss because man? it's distributed by a lot of. In this area, we made probably 27 new customers. Just just while you yes. were here? Oh, that's fantastic. Yes. That's fantastic. And especially some company, we hope then uh, uh, 
very good future for Canada because yes. some of customer have uh, probably more than 30 shop uh, all yeah. in one estate. So we need we have a lot to work. We need to organize it very well and. Uh, and uh, I cruise the finger, but I think so. we very got good. it. We got it. Enrico Callini, thank you so much for your time. No, I thank appreciate you very much it. to you. Have for a your good question, rest of the show. Uh, stay with you and with uh, the cameraman. So That's what we call him too. That's his name. It's cameraman. Cameraman. That's it. Thank you very much. Thank you very much, everybody. Welcome back to PCA Trade Show Day 4, last day here at the Trade Show. I'm here with Sebastian from Cavalier Geneva. Sebastian, thanks for uh, hanging out with me this morning. <laughs> it's Appreciate a pleasure. It. It's a half day. You, you're like, you know, you, you know, you're gonna hang out, see a couple of people, just go walk around, have cigars. So. Yeah, no, absolutely. It's chill today. So it is. It's a yeah, chill day. It's actually not bad. Uh, you're a little <clears> under the weather, but before we go any further, congratulations on uh, the baby a couple of weeks ago. That's Thank phenomenal. You. Baby and mama, all healthy, happy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're that's, lucky. Everything is fine. Yeah, that's yeah. awesome. That's awesome. So now let's talk about. Cigars, that's why we're all here, right? Yeah. You got a couple of new things happening. Let's talk about this first, Cavalier. Uh, this is your 2023 LE. Yeah, yeah. Talk about this blend. So, <clears throat> show you the box. I'll talk about the concept. Yeah. <laughs> and the blend's gonna stay and remain oh, on this coast. Yeah. I love that. So, you know, we, we released, for those who would not be familiar, we released the first LE in uh, 2018. We had previous projects, but they never reached the market, at least not yet. Um, oh, not yet. So there's more coming. Yeah, yeah, there is. There might be some stuff. Might somewhere. be, maybe. Might we'll see. Months. Okay. But the first official release was in 2018. The whole concept is um, actually to do one size, one blend once like one year and then it's gone and never repeats sometimes simply because we can't sometimes we may maybe we could but it's you know it's not the point of it um it's always linked to at least some tobaccos that are you know harder to source or something that we would be limited in, in volume so we couldn't do a core with or something we'd really like to work with but you know some people are not willing to part with it that easily or stuff like that right. so um usually having that conversation with people <clears throat> That or looking for tobaccos when it's for special short runs and stuff like this, you, you, you kind of have a better chance to get access to what you're looking for, right? So that's how it started. Um, now this year is a bit special because it's the first time uh, that we did not only source interesting stuff, but that we also had the luxury of processing some of it ourselves. Oh, wow. So in the past, it was always, you know, sourcing and then, okay, we'll put something together and make it a cigar. This year, we sourced some and sourced and processed. So <clears throat> the cigar itself is here. It's a beautiful, beautiful wrapper. Um, it, it, it actually, one of the tobaccos that we processed is the wrapper. It came in... It had already had quite a bit of process, but it came in and it was, I mean, I can tell you very far from what it looks like today. Uh, so it's a real pride to have that. The cigar is absolutely fantastic. Um, it's Toro. That's pretty much what I can say about it. Uh, there is 1,948 boxes made for the world. Okay. About half of them come to the U.S. The rest is allocated to the rest, you know, rest of other countries, you know, Europe, Asia, depending on where it goes. Um, <clears throat> Every box is numbered, as per usual, uh, as always, right? This one is actually one of them. It's a one, oh, 0176. Wow. We don't have extras, 
Um, we're actually down one box because we had it uh, on the booth and we didn't pay attention and some disappeared. Oh, so, wow. Yeah, it's, uh, I mean, not blaming it. The blame is on us, right? It is what it is. Uh, but we're down one box. So it's 1948 minus one, 1947. Wow. There we go. We don't cheat with this. We don't play around. It's just, it is what it is. We've always done it this way. And it's really important for us to actually stick to our philosophy with this. Uh, it's going to ship as of right now, just after the show. So for the US, the rest of the world is a bit later, but for the US. So um, keep your eyes open. It's going to land on your favorite retailer, you know, brick and mortar, online guys, wherever you like to buy. So that's something uh, I highly recommend you don't miss out on because there is no second go at it. No. There's no second go at it. No, that's it. So <clears throat> when you say process, you guys get a chance to do that. That's something new for you guys, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, fairly new, right? Because our company's, what, about started the brand probably eight years-ish ago now. Yeah. There's been up, you know, we, we entered the U.S. and then we left the U.S. because we had structural changes or we had to refigure things out. And then we entered again with our own company and everything instead of having third parties. Just regular growing pains yeah. and a new company. Yeah, pretty through. much. Yeah. yeah. And um, uh, about three years ago now, we opened our own factory. We didn't use any third party factories anymore. Uh, we went from, it's funny because I, I always look back, we went from... Uh, said growing pains you know the early days are easy to forget mm. but uh, you go from you're not knowing how you're gonna make things happen so that the project actually survives Survive. and you go you don't go live under a bridge or something <laughs> like this how many if you're lucky if you find a nice bridge to live under if not maybe a tree or something right exactly too uh -huh. so okay let me ask you this because boutique when people say boutique yeah. a lot of people have a ton of uh, <clears throat> of things but preconceptions, preconceptions yeah. and this is what boutique is this is what boutique isn't yeah but a lot of the, the definitions revolve around, well, you got to have your own factory. you got to have your own farms. And if you don't, then you're boutique. Well, now you have your own factory. Yeah, we have our own factory, so, our own warehouse. We have actually... It's a but you're still business, very boutique. Yeah. It's, that's the thing. So <clears throat> I never liked the boutique world, right? The word, because the boutique work to me, and a lot of people think, uh, I think, uh, translate to small. It's not what what numbers are we talking about? I think there is one company other in the industry that has been very clever about the words, and they use craft. And that is what boutique should turn to. Boutique is not the right word. Craft is the right word because it's like in craft beers or beers, right? You have your mainstream, everywhere distribution beers that is made for everybody to. You know, no specific. Uh, there is, there is, there is something much more generic about it, and then you have the craft companies, craft beers that can be small, they can be huge. It doesn't matter. It's not a question of size anymore. It's a question of how you deal with your business. What is it that you bring to the market, and what's the philosophy? <clears throat> and, and you're not. You're you're absolutely right. Because the thing with 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 the word boutique, it doesn't have the same connotation in my opinion, is like the word craft. Yeah. When you think of someone who has a craft a business, mm -hmm. it is passionate. It mm -hmm. is they're pouring their heart and their soul into it. And that's what you do. It's knowledge, it's skills, it's dedication, you know. When I think craft, I even think, you know, very high-end luxury bags. Yes. Or 
jewelry or stuff. You know, you can think beautiful items, beautiful products, something that took dedication to create. Dedication, time to the craft, always learning. That's why I love Cavalier. I've always loved Cavalier. Cavalier, I think I've said this on the podcast before, but uh, the white series, Toro, in the morning with mm. a cup of coffee? Yeah, it works really well. I, I'm, I'm, I'm straight the rest of the day. Like, I'm good. I'm you, good. It's all I need. You'll have to try the, the new Domaine Rouge, Inner Circle Domaine Rouge. Um, we'll talk a bit about it later. But okay. You'll, you'll see why. Okay. You'll all see right. Why. Um, and the, the whole thing. So, again, we, we went from, I said, the, the, the pains. I mean, we, the, I think the growing pains in the company never really end, right? No. It's it's an ongoing thing. It's like when it's like a kid grows up to an adolescent, grows up to a a grown-up person and then goes to a little later uh, more uh, a little uh, older etc and you, you you have different yeah, pains at different times toddler different to to kid to, to preteen to yeah. adolescent to you know and then a young adult and then yeah, an adult, adult. And, yeah. it, and it's the same thing with a company the day you stop evolving is the day you die so same thing with a company it never ends but I, 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 yeah, I remember those days where you know that, that you, you're pretty close to be under a bridge for free and, and, uh, and a couple of, yeah, I mean, we've been very, very lucky because a couple of years later, I said, as you said, we have our own factory. We employ roughly between the, the entire, the team in between the different companies, it's, it, it counts down to in-house close to 100 people, right? Full time. Absolutely. So from the bridge to having to, uh, the, to being the, an employer, the opportunity to, to provide, um, yes. life, you know, uh, a means to life for so many people, a means to living for so many people is such a luxury and something that I will never stop being proud of because it's, you. it's, it's something that, you know, it's not about, Oh, I'm, you know, we, I made, I made such a great, no, fuck that. It's, it's about being lucky to be able to create something that generates something for other people too, right? It's, it's not, it can't be selfish. It's, it's right. And you can't do it on your own. You, 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 you may be the brains behind the operation of the master blender and that you have the vision. And speaking of vision, mm. When you started this, did you ever think you'd own it? Was your goal to own a factory? Nobody gets into this to, to not make money. Everybody gets into yeah, this to make money. Business is a business, right. right? But did you ever think to yourself, man, one day I'm going to own a factory and I'm going to have 100 employees <laughs> and I'm going to provide for these folks? Yeah. <laughs> did you ever think that? No, I was actually, funny enough, I always said I'll never have a factory. Why, would you, why did you say that and what changed your mind? Okay, um, you have fantastic families in this industry that know what they're doing, right? They know their craft. They have done this for generations. They've been growing tobacco for generations. Yeah. They've been rolling cigars for everybody that really mattered, right? In the industry. They're, it's what they do. And they're good at it. They're really good at it. And the beauty of it in this industry is they let you in, make your play with what they have, and then they they, they help you with their structure, infrastructure, to provide you with the final product. So it's it's an amazing system, actually. And I said, why the hell would I take the risk of alienating people like this that have the power in the industry um, when I don't have that knowledge? I've never done this. I don't have history, family that has been doing this for generations. If I do it, I have a good, good chunk of a good percentage uh, there's a good chance that I actually crash right <clears throat> and I always said no I'll, I'll not do it I'm happy with how it is you know working with great families great people etc and 
what changed was a family member of one of these families that I had been working with for a couple, like, had been five years at the time, came to me and said, why don't we open a factory together? There that changes go. everything, right? Because now it's not me saying, I can do this better than you guys, you're all dumb. But it's them saying, hey, why don't we do it together? Um, and we and let's build further, right? And 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 then you get also that green light from them. Yes. And you get that support, ongoing support. And that that was the only reason why we wanted to open it. So it starts with a small investment in you by helping you out, you know, providing tobacco, providing the factory, and then it turns into we're going to make a larger investment in you because we believe in what you're doing because now you're family. It's it's. Uh, it's a good way to put it, I think. It's, um, again, I think it, it, I've been really blessed that the trust of that family member, I, I, you know, I don't want to throw names, I, I don't like to do that. Uh, we build what we build with who we are. And the people, the family that know, knows, and they know that I'm extremely grateful and will always be. I've mentioned them in the past. And, yes. You know, it's, it's people that I will never stop uh, being extremely grateful about because it, 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 I, there was no reason for them to do any of what it was. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, it's it's that that uh, one step further and, and, and they, they continue providing a lot of raw material for us. They, they saved our asses when there were shortages. I mean, you know, they, it's, it's a never-ending process uh, where, again, over and over and over, those people have been there when we needed them. It's, it's it's unbelievable and something that, once again, this is the one reason I would never have done a factory just by myself because it's it's difficult. It's it really is. Difficult. I don't think consumers really understand how difficult it is, but there's a reason why not everybody has a factory. It is, but it's great that you do. I'm very happy for all your success because you guys put out a great product. And before we get to the new release, I want to talk a little bit about. You have the Inner Circle, which I absolutely love. Great cigar. But you have... So when you think, when I think of Cavalier Geneva, I think of the White the White series. It's very classy. It's very elegant. And then the Inner Circle kind of follows along in that. In the ele- but then you have this other line. And I was talking to Brian <laughs> at, at, at Mile Kentucky Her, mm-hmm. And I was like, these boxes. These are not anything that I would have ever thought. He's like, oh yeah, local artists, like, mm-hmm. tell us about it. So, we have, so Cavalier for the longest, sort of good first couple of years was the old diamond, right? Classic, uh, a bit playing with the rules, just shocking a bit, but not too much, right? Just enough to make a difference also. And, a little bit and of a disruptor be, in the, exactly. yes. But in a in a in the same way, I think you know, um, especially creating basically our own space in an industry that is um, already crowded by people that again have been here for generations. So we needed to create a real strong identity. So that was our our first, and it will always be the heart of what we do. Don't get, don't get me wrong; we're not going away from it. We're going to add to it. But it was we had years of only that, right? The yes. Diamond. <clears throat> and people, I think, still know us more for that than anything else and I don't, I don't expect it to change ever I want it to change actually that's that's what that, right. that's what made things possible right now last year we came out with the inner circle which, which was that you know moment for us to mark a little bit and, and re- for us to remember 
to never forget, forget again. Looking back, you know, we, we, I said earlier, it's easy to forget. It's easy to forget the struggles of the first days. Absolutely. And um, and the reality, it's 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 all this happened because people supported us. That's it. And and it's not fair to forget about this and just think about going your own business and your life. It's too selfish, again, right? Uh, the reason why we're here, the reason we grew, the reason we have a factory, the reason people have jobs through what we do is because people, consumers, press, retailers, whoever it is, supported us at some point, continuously support us in some cases, and will probably support us and hopefully support us tomorrow. Absolutely. Um, and that's that's the only reason that the, the company has been evolving. So we did that inner circle. It's a wider, broader sense of inner circle. It's a wide inner circle. It refers to all the people that join us on our journey. It's our inner circle. It's what makes Cavalier Cavalier. It's the people around us. Yes. It's the people from Cavalier, but it's also all the people that uh, that that you know support us for our products, that talk about us, that made make all that possible. Um, and then that was the first time we didn't have a gold diamond. It was a message that was, I think, strong. It was something that needed to, needed to stand on its own. Uh, so the first time we launched a new brand in a portfolio instead of a new line, people sometimes reacted. They were like, what the hell is happening? <laughs> is there a shift? Like, what's going on? It's like, oh, shit, no, that's not good. Yeah. No, that's why I said we're not going away from our heart, right? But it's we had to work on it. Differently. We wanted it to stand on its own. You have, like you said earlier, you have to evolve in this industry. You exactly. have to stay fresh. You have to stay relevant. And so earlier this year, we had something, we always had that more classical approach to things, um, but the, the brand always had a little bit of bipolarity, right? If you've looked at the graphics, there's always been a bit of more street sides to it, a bit more artsy. Uh, there is a Cavalier Genève that looks, you know, more like a, 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 a high-end uh, luxury company. Yes. But there is also something a bit more grimy behind it. Also about us, right? Um, if you look at my wardrobe, I have suits at home. I used to wear suits all the time. In now your day suit, job, you used to wear, yeah. On, on, in hoodies and stuff like this because I'm comp- that's who, that's who, you who are. I am. And yeah. I think the brand has that same, um, always had a bit of that bipolarity into it. Uh, it was the first time we actually really expressed it in a product. The brand is called Tres Delincuentes. So three delinquents. It <laughs> it is uh, graphic. It is artsy. Um, it is actually in, inspired by a song that came on when we were driving back from Hamastran, the fields in Honduras, uh, big growing tobacco growing area, to Danli, where we have the factory in Honduras. <clears throat> and uh, the song comes on. The song comes on from Cypress Hill. Delinquent Habits. Yes. Classic, right? Absolutely. And in the song, it says, Tres Delinquentes. Brian was in the car with me. I was obviously in the car. And my wife, Aileen, was in the car, who always always has been working with, with, with me, right? Since day one, she's been here. Uh, and we looked at each other. We said, oh, shit, we can't. Right <laughs> we need to do something about this. So we, the whole idea was, let's do something playful. Let's do something graphic. Let's break our standard let's let's break what you know our our habits let's let's kind of go out of our comfort zone and try to do something that at the same time still is cavalier 
but that also is a bit more grimy. Yeah, more um, more street, more yeah. visceral. Yeah, something. Yeah, but you know, it's like art, right? Sometimes yes. you want to disrupt a bit. You yes. want to disrupt your own things too, because the worst thing that can happen to creating is entering a pretty much a, a routine, right? You're getting that right. It's, it's bad because you get bored. If you get bored and you have to create something, you create shit. That's it. There oh, absolutely. No, There's nothing else to it. Yeah. Great shit. So um, it was a great opportunity to go in and say, fuck it, we're going to do something a bit different. It's been really, really well received, interesting. It's been actually really interesting. So tres delinquentes, three delinquents, and there's three sizes, three rappers. So everything is around, was around three. I don't even think we're looking at adding anything to it. That's it. It's really what it is. It was a, like, a, it's a core line, core brand. Uh, but it's so different. Yeah. So Connecticut Habana Maduro, but it's so different visually oh, yeah. than what you've done before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I it, Brian was like, "Oh yeah, mm. this is cool," and I'm like, I looked at him and I'm like, "Is this your doing?" He's like, it's "Like it's, it really came." He's like, "It's all together. of those." He's, He's like, like, "That was something." Yeah. yeah. And um, the the interesting thing, it's a long filler premium cigar, and we've been actually the whole concept was working to be able to bring a cigar like this that is a great um, long filler premium cigar at the best price point we could, right? I guess some people can do better, I don't know. We are really happy with the cigars that came out. Uh, I think the Maduro is an absolute killer. Um, It's not as refined as the white. It's not uh, maybe as delicate and layered as the Viso. But, but it wouldn't make sense if it was, would it? It's, no, because it's, it's, it's supposed to be. It's that disruptor, right? I feel like that. It's a space in the portfolio. It, 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 it feels a purpose. Yeah. It really feels a purpose. And um, yeah, it's, it's, it's great buck for your money. That's, uh, it's bang for your buck. You can't really find, <clears throat> uh, find a better uh, daily cigar, in my opinion, or something like that. Right. I, 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 I would go to smoke it. You don't have to worry about it, and it's really budget friendly. So I would agree with that. If you haven't tried it, you got to find it. Ask your retailer for it. I'm smoking your event only cigar, which yeah. is fantastic. It's got some punch to it. <laughs> I like it. Mm. Little spicy, little pepper. Mm. It's very good. But you have the new. You got the new blend yeah. coming out. Talk about Domain Rouge. So, first of all, we had a little conversation before. I'd love to show you the cigars, but um, the boxes all look like this. It's the fourth day of the show, so it's... Uh, They're it's all gone. We, we can't really show you the, the cigars themselves. But you'll see them on, re, on you know, at your local retailer and uh, on the shelves, etc. Um, in the next few weeks in the U.S. So, don't worry. Uh, I really recommend you to have a look it's something again that that fits it's the first line extension within the inner circle brand right um so it's the same four sizes it's petit robusto a robusto grande toro and the figurado um it's um same jeans it has the same kind of presentation it has a very classic traditional work on now this this one was highly inspired by the wine industry right i am not saying by any means that i created a cigar to pair with wine i would not it's not something that i'm looking for i like i love wine and i love cigars i think pairing them is one of the most difficult things that you can do especially if you look at a wine that has a low body or something like this which is what i usually like it 
just is to my blood more conflictual than anything else. I wish it wasn't, right? But to me, and that's personal to me, it is. So I'm not by any means saying we made a cigar to pair with wine. That's not the purpose of this. No. But I think the wine industry has tradition. It has a certain elegance to it. It has, it it has nailed certain standards that I think we can learn from in the cigar industry. Absolutely. And so um, we created this. The actual drawing, everything is original. But when when it's you know everything you find in our artwork is all original, etc. It's always Aileen. Most of the time, nearly always Aileen, my wife that does all the artwork. Um, it's a romantic vision or view of the factory, right? Obviously, like a wine chateau, right? It's yes. that's why it's called Domaine Rouge, like in wines, Domaine Chateaux, etc. The Domaine is our domain, right? It's our place, the way we, the place we craft in, the place, the place we create. It's our home. Yes. Um, it's obviously romantic, a romantic vision because the tobacco fields are obviously about twenty to forty minutes away, not. Just, uh, not just in front. We sadly have houses in front. You know, it is what it is. Um, but it was something we wanted to share, something we wanted to show. And it was also, I wanted to make it a nod because Inner Circle uh, was created to serve a purpose, right? The first one was setting a mark to never forget uh, where we come from and what had happened. And, you know, continuously remember to be grateful about what happened. Um, this is uh, also a nod to my father in this case, and that's wow. why on wine bottle you always have a date, right? <clears throat> Which is the date the, the, one, the, the year the wine was made, etc. Bottle, etc. Uh, in this case, the 1956 is the year my father was born. So a couple of uh, two years ago or so, my father passed away. Um, you know, things of life. Uh, but some things, there are two things that brought us together in life. Wine. That's something we really like, both of us. We have a winemaker in the family, etc. Wow. So it's always been something important for us. And um, cigars and the business of cigars in general, because he worked with me the whole couple of last years he was alive. Um, and it's two things that really brought us together. So I wanted to kind of pay homage to him and what he left me in this life. And um, I don't know if it ins inspires someone, you know, to smoke the cigar and think about someone they like, they love, or they miss, or even share it with that same person. Then I, like I think we made we did something right. Oh, absolutely! So that's absolutely. pretty much the whole concept behind it. Now, very quickly, the cigar itself is—it was very. It's going to sound funny, but it's very easy to fuck up something simple, right? And I wanted tradition and traditional. <clears throat> um, my thought process on that blend was what would, if you take cigar, just a base term cigar, not everything that has been created later. I'm not talking the amazing Maduros we have nowadays, but back to its back roots. Back to its roots, cigars. What, how, what does it taste like? What is a good cigar? What was a good cigar for two years ago? Why was it a good cigar? What is a good cigar today? Why was it? Why? What should it be the same? Is it different? Really, the roots of cigars, not the creative, the new creativeness that we have in the industry. Right. right. What? And and I think that same standard would apply in 50 years or whatever the time that will go. Absolutely. And so that was the research behind that blend. Um, tradition and simple, you know, simple things. Are, are, are 
hard to make because you can't reinvent things, right? You need to nail it and express yourself within a uh, within certain parameters. You're kind of confined because you can't reinvent the wheel, yeah. right? And, and how much can you really do with rolled up dead leaves? Yeah. And this has been around for centuries, so it's all about expressing yourself through it, but with that, and trying not to fuck it up. Yeah. And so you have, I think the, the the cigar is came out really fantastic. It's a medium, and you told you told you told we talked about the white before. Yes, uh, there is some things that come together. They're not the same at all, but there are some things that will speak to you. The white uses a seco hamastan alano as a wrapper. This is a viso Hamasteran Alano as a wrapper. It just has that extra little bit of body. There's nice citric notes to it. Something very delicate, but not acid, not acidic. We're just the notes, that citric balance. It's but very delicate. It's just beautiful. Uh, the binder is Connecticut from Hamastran because Hamastran gets a bit more sun than Ecuador, for example, right? So you get that extra little bit of sugar life, a little bit of, it's like, the, the tobacco with just that plus plus to it. It just gives you that extra bit, right, that you're looking yes. for. And then the filler, Habano, Amastran, Alapa, Habano, and uh, the last thing, and it's the only other cigar in our entire lineup that uses it, is a white Paraguay. Paraguay, my little butter that links like my steak with my, you know, my thyme and everything together and make sure everything rounds up. Yes. I have not been able to use it before that in any other blends because the white is still to this day the heart of the heart of everything we do. Uh, and I couldn't jeopardize the white. But luckily, not that long time ago, we've been able to, to find a better, more uh, secure way to source more Paraguay. Uh, finally, after all these years, and so that rounded up this cigar. Wow, uh, pretty amazing. So this is what tradition means to me at this point and to us at Cavalier. So you have a lot of passion for what you do. You have a lot of passion for the industry. You you know where you came from. You appreciate where you came from. You're humble about what you're doing. I can't wait to get you on the podcast. I want to get you and Brian on the podcast because I think we're two of Oh, that's very funny. Yeah, yeah we will have a great time together. Uh, so these these will ship next few weeks. Yes, in next the next few, few weeks. weeks. Well, it's going to arrive at you know the, the different retailers across the country here in the U.S. and next week. So. It comes in waves. Yeah, look for it. I'm telling you guys, if your local tobacconist, if your local B&M does not carry Cavalier Geneva. You need to beg them, plead with them, scream at them, whatever it takes <laughs> to get them in your shop. Some of the best cigars I've ever smoked. They're smooth. They're gorgeous. Sebastian, like congratulations on all your success. Congratulations again on the on, on your child. Like I, I I'm very Thank happy you very for you and your wife. You. Uh, and I can't wait to get you and Brian on the podcast. Yeah, it's going to be funny. I look forward to it. Yeah, it'll, it'll be a good time. Thanks Definitely. a lot for sitting Thank down, you. taking the time with us no, today. I appreciate you guys. Thank you for stopping by. Thanks Thank a you. lot. All right, hello everyone. Nick Sears, Simply Stogies, chilling, relaxing, and talking with Mr. Steve Saka of Dunbarton Tobacco and Trust. Yeah, I had to look at the sign to remember the name. 
Yeah, I did. Yeah. I know that's it's Dunbar. I, want, I wanted up, to get the full correct name. <laughs> you know what's terrible about that name? Yeah, it's long. It don't fit on a t-shirt. Right, right. It don't fit on a hat. It's like the, it's you like, know what? It's like kind of the dumbest thing ever. I love that's the seal. Yeah. You've told me in the past about it. I mean, the artwork yeah. is beautiful. That's why we tend to go DTT, just making it right, into right, an, right, acronym, right. an acronym because. And let me apologize to the viewers. Right. Go I'm ahead. like a half a bottle in on scotch, That's, so I am not you know responsible what? for anything that I say. Even better, because we're, you know, we're, there's we're, a we're lot of us. blame the Scottish for this. There's a lot of media guys here, and I'm sure you've done, I, I can't imagine how many of these you you've done. You are probably number 18 at this All point. All right, well, we'll save the later for best. So tell the viewers, tell the audience, Everything you want to say, Steve. Tell us about what you're releasing. What, what's we going a, on? We have a lot of products this year. Um, yeah. Was it like a grand master plan? They all just kind of hit at the same time. I mean, so I mean, let's get the easy stuff yeah. out of the way. Let's do it. We have a new release of Holiday Stillwell. Totally different blend. Uh, different cigar. Different pipe back of the blend. But this year it's a Connecticut Shade. Um, if you liked the Aromatic Number One and the Holiday Twenty Twenty Two, is it an annual release now? Is that that's the intent. Because so in the pipe market, right, the pipe manufacturers make annual special pipes for the holidays, right, and the pipe tobacco people make special blends for the holidays. So I wanted to kind of mimic that for the cigar. So my goal is every year to have a holiday release, right, right. something that just comes out one time, something unique, something different. Um, on top of that, we have the Popetta. Popetta is something I've been making for a while. Um, it's a it's a it's a it's a medium cut cigar, which means it's a mixed fill, right. but it's not like a typical sandwich cigar. What we're doing is we're pulling the table trimmings from all of our broadleaf long fill production. So like Nicarita, uh, Triquitraca, Umbagog, now Red Meat Lovers, Nicarita Black, and normally those materials would get scooped. And then we get used to make a sandwich cigar with all the other tobacco from all the other things they're making in the factory. So you'd be taking my really expensive good tobacco and mixing it with that shitty tobacco. And then they would make a really cheap $2 cigar with like a crappy wrapper on it. It's like such a waste because it's like really good tobacco. So what we do is we keep that tobacco. We don't even use all of it. We hand sort out this little piece and that little piece. It is a very specific blend. And then to give the cigar structure, we use two long filler pieces of tobacco. So it's mixed between a mixed fill right. and a long fill cigar. And then for the wrapper, we use the same quality binder that we use on Mikerita. And then for the for the wrapper, what we do is a broad leaf is a very wide leaf. So there's always an outside cut that's very short that you can only use to make small cigars. Right. And we use that for these four inch pipettas. So it's a way that for like $7, can smoke a cigar with a lot of flavor that's really really good and i and i think if i didn't disclose the facts that it was a, a right, mix field, would you would know. never ever know in fact it draws better it burns better it holds the ash better than a lot of cigars that cost 12 bucks and what's the initial response uh well look we've been using it as an event only cigar for like the last couple of years okay so uh yeah i think guys are really jazzed that now it's going to become yeah, regularly yeah. available um so we have obviously finally Krakatoa in the Western line. Right. Krakatoa is by my nemesis. I've been trying to do this blend for like three years. I was never satisfied with it. I actually took a break and I skipped the whole year on Western Osaka because I couldn't get Krakatoa right. And then the second rear rolled by. 
and I still couldn't get it right. So that's how Bewitched became the release for, for Western Osaka. Right. Here it is, three and a half years later. I am finally satisfied with it. Now, is it good? I don't even know because my head is so far into this one. Right. I mean, I've been screwing around with it for a very, very long time. Right. But I'm finally happy with Krakatoa. I, I, I think it's a really nice release. Cool. And then we have like two other things. We have uh, we have Nikkei Rita Papasaka in the black line. It's uh, a five and five eighths by 46. It's more of a geek size kind of cigar. Um, you know, originally released it in a seven and a quarter by 54. That was a cigar that 30 years ago, I smoked that size a lot. Um, as I have matured and blossomed, um, as I've gotten bigger, my cigars have gotten a little smaller. Okay. Um, retailers don't like it. Retailers want Toros, they want Robustos, they want <laughs> six by sixties. But right. I don't give a fuck about that because I don't care. Right. So uh, I wanted to make me carry a black in this like kind of a slightly larger uh, Cuban Corona Gorda. Right. I, I love the blood. In fact, I'm totally addicted to it right now. Um, I smoke eight to ten cigars a day, and I would say for like the last four or five months, like four of them have been the cigar you're smoking right now. Eight to ten. At the show, how many do you smoke? Oh, at the show, I'm like 22 <laughs> a day. What are we talking about? Right, Stupid right. at the show. Right, right. Um, and then uh, we have Red Meat Lovers. Right. Um, Red Meat Lovers is kind of a weird one um, because I've been making Red Meat Lovers for over five years. Uh, it started as a cigar that was made just exclusively for a charity dinner. Right. And then it became a store exclusive and... We did like 500, and then we did like 900 boxes. Well, actually, they were bundles. And then we did like 2,000, and I think last year we did like 5,000. I mean, it's probably the number one individual store exclusive in the country. Um, and the brand, it's the only brand that I make that I don't own the brand name. Um, Red oh. Meat Lovers is a brand that's owned by the guy that does all these fancy overpriced steak dinners for charity. And uh, he wanted to be nationwide. He, he has dreams of grandeur. He thinks he's going to become a billionaire. All right. Try to tell him he's not going right, to. Right. But hey, you know what? So you never know. Yeah, so it's a really great cigar. Connecticut Broadleaf, medium full, super smooth. Um, over each of the years, I would make different sizes along the way. I kept my two favorite ones, which was the 6x52 Bronzado and then the Beef Stick, which is 6x48. So those are two of the previous five years worth of production. And I created two new ones. I created a Gordo and I also created a Robusto. And I, I think it's uh, it's a good cigar. It's kind of weird for a retailer because you're getting to buy a new brand that already has five years of history and the sales have more than doubled every single year. So how, how rare is that that you get to buy a cigar that literally has thousands of positive reviews on it right. um, yeah so it, I, I think it's going to do really really well oh I, I got something else too I got uh, the two new unicorns mm. I got the Sober Mesa Brulee unicorn right. and I got the Mickey Rita Black unicorn but we're not selling those we're, we're giving those to our best accounts so the accounts that support Dunbarton Tobacco and Trust because I'm cheap we don't give the retailers any discounts or deals they hate me for it but I don't care um but what we are giving them as a thank you is we're giving them these beautiful, sexy cabinets of the Brulee Blue in a unicorn format and the Mickey Rita Black in a unicorn format. So we we have a lot of 
We have a lot. This may be cigar wise. This might be our best product releases. We got a lot across the board yeah, ever. Yeah. We have, there's like it's like it's like it's like banger after banger after banger. I feel kind of bad for the Dunbarton guys to like really follow our brand because I am so screwing their wallets right now. It really is. It's, it's a lot. It's a lot. And I know it's a lot. I, I promise I will behave more next year. Okay. Which, of course, is a lie. I won't because yeah, I, no, I, I also could tell them that. Yeah. You know, but look, let me lie to you now, right? Yeah. <laughs> I'll be better. I'll be a little softer. I'll be a little kinder. But yeah, this is a, this is a tough year because... It's a lot of really, really nice stuff. Yeah, there's a lot of nice things. Yeah, out look, there. and we've been rewarded for it. Um, yeah, we so as a young company, we've been blessed that each trade show we do better, right? Right, right? We did more business on day one than we've ever done in four days of a trade show. I mean, it's just been like whoa. Is it the traffic you think better this year? Uh, the traffic is better. There's no right. doubt about that. But I don't think it's the traffic. I think for a lot of us is uh, the purveyors that we have, right. they're just doing better. Our cigars are starting to really catch on. Consumers are starting to really discover them. And it's everything. It's, it's not just the new sexy stuff. It's always new as sexy. Right, right, but I mean, right. we're selling way more miqueridas. We're selling way more silver mesa brulees. We're selling way more sin compromiso. I mean, it's just across the board. Even the brand that doesn't get as much online love still well, right. which is the pipe tobacco yeah, cigar. Yeah, familiar. Um, it's growing tremendously, particularly the aromatic number one. Right. I mean, it's, that's doing really, really well. So I've had it. I've had it. I, I mean, it, it, it's really kind of crazy. I was curious, you know, pipe tobacco. Yeah, I was it like, is curious. Look, and I always tell consumers, it's a love-hate thing. Right, right. It's unique. It's different. It's not like anything else I make. And, and try it. Might be for you, might not be for you. Uh, it's, it's it's kind of the outlier, you know what I mean? With yeah. all the other stuff, if you like Mikinita, you're probably gonna like Tricky Traka. You're probably gonna like Umagog. You're probably gonna love Red Meat Lovers, you know what I mean? Right, right. Uh, with Stillwell, Stillwell is, uh, it's kind of a beast onto its own. Uh, it, it isn't for everybody, but for the consumer that it's for, yeah, it's doing really crazy. I know you launched it with the uh, pipe store down when you when you did yeah, the Yeah, it's with um, it's not with the store, but so there's a company called SmokingPipes.com, oh, right, right, right? right, in South Carolina, right? Yeah, they're they're like the kings of pipes in America. Right, yeah. and they're actually kind of the kings of the world. They're the number one seller of pipes in America. Okay, they may be the number one in the world actually. Right. They also they happen to be the ones that own Peterson Pipe. Oh, okay, know. they're also the company that owns uh, Cornell and Deal, which is like the premier blender of pipe tobaccos in America. It's kind of them and Sutliff, you know, head to head. But those are the two big, big players. Yeah, yeah. So I was really lucky in that regard. You know, it was one of those things where I was ended up, I ended up being able to form a relationship with somebody that's at the top of their craft. And that's one of the reasons let's still well be unique. I'm not just buying stuff off the shelf and just throwing it in. Right. I'm actually working with their master blender over at Cornell and Deal, Jeremy Reeves, and we're making custom pipe blends that are destined to be in these cigars. And it's a, it, it, it's, it's a really intriguing, interesting product. I can't promise you as a consumer that it's going to be your favorite, right. but I think it's definitely worth trying. Because yeah. you might be surprised. You may find a place for it in your rotation. 
And if you're someone that smokes, uh, I don't know, a Deadwood or a Tobacco Special or something like that, right. this is, uh, and I don't, I'm not denigrating that product in any way whatsoever, no, no, no. but this is a, a cut above. Right, right. You know, it is, this is a luxury top shelf cigar. The really best of the tobaccos, the best of the pipe tobaccos, the best of everything. And I'm not saying to you as a consumer, you're like a better. But if you're looking to step it up a little bit, this is one that's actually worth trying. And there's no other competitor to it because there's nothing else in the market like it. It's true. You know, so. Now I'm just going to keep drinking. So you're going to have to ask me a question in order for me to say anything more. Okay. Um, I'm going to ask you about a story only because something different. I cracked up and I, I don't remember where I heard it, if I read it, when you rented a car. And you, uh, and you had to pay the, the cleaning. Oh, fee. yeah. So, look, <laughs> I smoke in every vehicle. Right, right. <laughs> My truck is like a rolling ashtray. It's disgusting. Right. right. So when I get a rental car, if I'm in the rental car for a day, right. I'll behave myself. But if I got that rental car for two days, I'm smoking in that bitch. And I'm just, I, I'm done pretending. <laughs> I just like... I'll pay for it, right? Hey, I smoked in it. I knew what the rule was when I got in the car. <laughs> I'm not willing to like, but sometimes they bang me, sometimes they don't bang. Really? So sometimes think, they don't. Yeah, huh? sometimes they don't. I think the story you're talking about was I was at Miami International dropping off a car. Right. Girl sits in the car and she goes, Did you smoke in this car, sir? And I was gonna say yes, because that's what I've just decided right, that right. I'm gonna do. Right. But before I could even say anything, a guy behind me goes, of course he's smoking that car. That's, That's Steve so Saka. All he does is smoke, right? And I'm like, right. dude, yeah. like really? Throw you're me like, under you're the like, bus. Yeah, come on, you had to sell yeah. me out. Right. I had a shot to avoid the 350, right? right. It's like, the least you can do is like, why you got to chime in like that? Right. And, uh, and then the funny part is that motherfucker wanted a selfie with me too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so. And, I, and also, I want to apologize to your audience. My what? my voice is so fucked I, up. I heard it. I gotta, I gotta, gotta, like a, I gotta, I gotta sound like a teenage schoolgirl right now. Well, you definitely sound different. I definitely sound different. But the I'm mic high. will pick it up okay. Yeah, and, uh, you know, uh, my, my, my voice is raw. Well, you know, day three, like you said, we're number 18. Um, you know, but. Ah, uh, but 18 is such a sweet, sweet number. <laughs> You are the most important person I've talked to the whole show. Oh, yeah, of course, of course. See how good I am at lying to people? Yes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well. You know, it's funny, you know. Everybody puts people in boxes, right? This For customer sure. is more Labels. important than that customer, right? Yeah. But I think one of the things that a lot of people don't realize is so like, like when we're talking about it from a customer point of view, a lot of these customers who are like super important today, the Jeff Borshowitz of the world at Corona Cigar, right? he started selling cigars from his apartment. Sure. Abe DeBabna at Smoke In, right. he had a 900 square foot store in Tequesta, right. Florida, right? I mean, he didn't start off being the Smoke In. Right, right. Uh, even somebody as big as JR Cigar, Lou Rothman started off in a Harlem bodega with two stand-up glass cases right. that he carried cigars in 
to become a half a billion dollar a year purveyor of tobacco. I've known Lou for you know thirty years, and I know you used to you start out your yeah, career. Yeah, Lou was the first guy that actually gave me real money to, to do what I wanted to do. Right, yeah. Right. I mean, I, I, I think a lot of people lose sight of that, right? And you had the blog right. when you started. Well, it's the same thing. Everyone assumes that Steve Saka has always been rich. Right, First of right. all, I'm nowhere near as rich as people believe, number one. Number two, Sydney and I, we got married at 19. I was listed in the Navy. I made like $760 a month. We were getting women, infants, and children's checks. That's basically, that's, that, that, that's government assistance. It was like, yeah. literally, I'm at the register. I'm presenting my check for the cheese, and I'm presenting my check for the Cheerios. Yeah. It didn't like today where you get an EBT card, and it's like super discreet. It was like back when it was embarrassing to be on food stamps. Right, you right. had the shame putting it on the counter. <laughs> I mean, I, I went through that, you know yeah. what I mean? So you never can judge somebody by where they are beginning. Exactly. The question is, where are they going? And where will they be? It's eventually all about the person. Up. You never know. You know, should be just respectful of everybody in the world. Of course, because you never know so, who they are or who they're going to be. Maybe you're the next cigar aficionado, right? Why never not? Know. You never know. It absolutely could be the case. <laughs> Very true. Yeah. So. Well, anything else you want to add? Hell no. No, I know you're all pooped out. Yeah. All right. Well, we don't have a question. I don't have an answer. You know. No, I think you've uh, talked about your line. I mean, uh, I've known you for a number of years. I've been following as well. You know, I also have my own line of cigars, and right. I do all of it. But uh, I like all aspects. So tell me, tell me about your line of cigars. Well, uh, all my background in training. <laughs> this is about you, man. I'm no, but I'm, I'm curious. All right. Um, all my background in training is in Cuba. I started in the Middle East. And I had a couple lounges. I was in the electronics business. Okay. Uh, I met Lou Rothman like when I was my wife and, and him and uh, Sherwin. And yeah, we, I Sherwin was Seltzer. Some, yeah, we were, great guy, Sherwin. We were, yeah, yeah. Yeah. You're talking about old school. You're like, That's right. You're talking about Sherwin Seltzer. It's like you're talking about Frank Sinatra exactly, days, right? Exactly. He was like he was cut from that kind of cloth. Yeah. yeah so I've known him from my past life, and then. I uh, did a lot of jobs in the uh, in the Middle East, electronics-wise, home theaters. Okay. And the guy was the, the prince that I was involved with was a big cigar smoker. And uh, when it was time to move on to that next chapter of my life, after 20-plus years, he's like, listen, man, come put a cigar lounge here. And I was like, I don't want to live in Saudi, man. You know, He's like, no, just do the project and we'll do it. And I'm like, okay. So we built a beautiful lounge in Riyadh. Okay. Uh, it's called La Vida Havana. And then we ended up opening up one in, in uh, Beirut. And, you know, some big money behind it. These lounges were beautiful. But then, you know, back then especially, you couldn't sell non-Cuban cigars. It was right. all Cuban. So I started going to Cuba. You know how it is trying to do with the distributors. So for the benefit of the audience. Right. Yeah, like um, I, I didn't want this thing to be For the benefit of the audience. Um, right. So the way this used to work is international customers... They never got to taste our best cigars from the new world. Right. For those international retailers, it was all Habanos, Habanos, Habanos. So the only thing that the international customers were willing to buy was our really cheap shit. Right. So when you were a customer internationally, you had handmade Cubans, right. all the Habanos. 
And then you had our cheap bundle cigar. Well, you know the so way it was they, never a good apple to apple comparison. They never wanted to try it, and it was never. It was either like if I'm going to spend money, I'm buying a Havana. Right. I don't want. It, it used to be called Cuban and then fake. Right. It was like Cuban cigar and then fake cigar. Then they started saying. Cuban and Dominican. Everything was just, oh, it's Dominican. Well, no, this is actually Nicaragua. Okay, Dominican. Right. Then when the New World, you know, moniker came out there, really things started changing with Obama's change. When when he opened you know, up the market. I'll tell you another thing. I think he made a big transition. So right. the Dominicans, right. they were always trying to pattern themselves after the Cubans. Right. Their whole sales pitch, the whole shtick about it was, this is exact better same, than a Cuban, right, better right. than a Cuban or similar to a Cuban. I think one of the biggest transitions is when Nicaragua in the early 90s started being like, no, we yeah. make Nicaragua Hoyo cigars. Nicaragua. Hoyo they, Nicaragua, right? Yeah. They started to say, no, 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 we're not that. We're different. We right. make stronger cigars. We make more robust cigars. We make this cigar. The Nicaraguan manufacturers weren't trying to copy what the Cubans or were trying to glom off. And I, and I actually think fast forward now. I, I think but it's evolved so I, much yeah, in of those course. days. But you know? I, I think, honestly, I believe, and I'm not the anti-Cuban guy. Right, Most right. people in our industry right, are yeah, very anti-Cuban. Just the word is, is like I, a dirty not, word. And I'm not that guy. Right, but right. I honestly, in my heart, I, I think I think Nicaragua is actually the, the cigar. New, yeah, the it new, is the, the future. New, yeah. It is the new Cuba. Absolutely. And I, and, I, and I think it's actually earning that. And I think that now consumers internationally are getting to try well, our cigars. Well, here's the thing. 2016, when it changed over, people were freaking out in other countries. Like, oh, my God, uh, you know, Obama's opening up. We'll never right. see another Cuban stick. So people were like, all right, maybe we should try something else. And then that's how it started. And now, in the last couple of years, with the tripling of the prices of some of their brands, now they're like, well, listen. Now not the, just the tripling, but also limiting the, the distribution. Yeah. So they've rerouted most of the Everything distribution Asia. to Asia. Everything goes so to Asia. So now you don't even have the access. Even if you're willing to pay the incredibly higher price, right. you don't even have the you don't even have the ability to pay the high price. Right. Yeah, it's the supply and demand. So now it's a unique position where all these other countries are willing. And I've been pitching it for years and saying, look, you got you know California wines and you have you know your French wines but, right. but, look, how long, but look how long, long it, took it took for California wines to be acknowledged as right. their own exactly. thing of their own merit but of their now, own value you it got doesn't to, take away from good French no, wines absolutely not they're still beautiful French wines yep. but wine from France does not taste the same as wine from California right. there's attributes in a California wine that's different absolutely. and depending on your palate you might actually prefer the top end California wines over the classic vineyards of the It's just French. about trying it and being open and not having, most people have, okay, this is what a cigar is supposed to taste like. If it doesn't taste like this and this profile, then it's not. But no, if you open your horizons and are willing to try different things, my line is like, you never know. The next cigar you have could be your, your next best favorite cigar. And that's where it started. And initially it was just Cuban. I actually went through the blending uh, school and probably only American that's ever been through it. But I'm also a Greek citizen and the whole bit. Right. Uh, so we did that, and then uh, I ended up partnering with a guy that has a factory in Costa Rica, learning. And I was making Cuban stuff, you know, for the for the Middle East market, and right. then it just blew from there. And then before you know it, you know these ro these royals, 
very generous. They're all over traveling and, hey, try this cigar. I never had an intent to actually sell the cigar outside of the lounges. And then it was before you know it, I'm in 16 different countries. And I never really wanted to even come to this market because it's like, oh, gosh. What what, what brand names are these cigars under? La Vida Habana. I go by LH Cigars. Okay. So, but I also make a lot of cigars. I want to apologize to everyone. I'm so blissfully ignorant of anything that isn't. I'm so, like, buried in the weeds. Yeah, I, listen. Everybody assumes that, like, what's I, really weird is the consumers that, like, watch videos like this. Right, right. They actually know more about what's going on oh, in the market sure. than what well, you got, we you're in your the lane, market man. You're doing your thing. I got a lot of shit going on. Right, and right. All I got is fucked up shit, problems. So, honestly, I'm, I'm like, I really don't actually know what all the new products are at the show. I don't know what everybody's making. There's I don't a lot know what of there's doing. a lot of I don't know what's you know. I, I don't. I know because I got I got my own problems yeah. to deal with. <laughs> but I, I think I think the consumer right, they right. assume, of course, you know. Right, how right. wouldn't you? Right, right. Well, listen. You have your following. You have your 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 fan base, and uh, they followed you. I remember, you know, I had a booth near you, the first year where you just had a freaking table, <laughs> and I'm like, look at this guy. I go, he doesn't even have product. He doesn't no even product, have a freaking banner. No terms, you got nothing. Just, you just, yeah. And you got people lining up to buy your stuff. I go, man, it must be good to be Steve Saka. That's all I remember. But, but let me say this. <laughs> right, right. That is something that was earned over 30 yeah. years of previous work. You, you exactly. know what I mean? It wasn't, it wasn't gifted to No, me. no, no, no. You, you know have your mean? following yeah, because I mean, you, you earned it. You earned you know, it. From Drew Estates and the time. I've known you from back yeah. then as well. Um, and, 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 you know, now... We, we shared a couple of brokers, you know, and things. And I know Dave's tried, you know, some of my stuff because yeah. some of the brokers, you got to try this stuff. And he's yeah. like, all right, let, let me try this thing, you know. But yeah, we've so, had some, we've had some, no, we've had a lot of bad brokers. Everybody's had a lot yeah. of bad brokers. And, and it's one of the things that as a company, we've kind of changed. Right, right. Like, we, we, we've stopped. I get it. We, we, have, we have a few that were good. And we kept them. Right, right. But everybody else, we haven't tried to replace any of them. Right. We're just like, okay, we don't What's have a the salesman point? there. What's the point? I, you know what I, I why, say? Why am I going to pay a guy to be a moron? I got I, I prefer no broker than a shitty broker because a, a bad broker bad can broker do you more harm. Bad damage. Absolutely. Yeah, it does damage. And I've learned the hard way, you know, through my trials and tribulations. But, yeah. you know, I love the industry. I, I wear very many different hats. I was part, I don't know if you remember, Smooth Draws radio show out of Atlanta. There's a guy. I actually was on that radio. Of course. I was the co-host. Really? So, like I said, you know, so that was. And the other gentleman, he passed, didn't he? Yeah, Gary. Gary. Gary Layden, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, you were on our show, and and I was out of it for a while. And then, you know, um, James, who was the co-host. This show has been on for four and a half years. And uh, I was doing a sub-series about Cuba because my expertise is all about Cuba. Right. So we were doing that, and he's like, hey, man, why don't you, uh, you, you would you want to stick around? I go, you know what? I, I enjoy being behind and talking right. to it. Because like you, anybody that's got a passion for it, Look, would love you, meeting people. You like people. talking about it. Yeah, you, talking you, about you, it, you, meeting you, the people. You like, you like educating people. Absolutely. You like spitting your own bullshit gossip. Yeah, yeah every part of it's good. I mean, yeah. it's, <laughs> it is uh, what it is. Yeah, no, but I mean, look, it's, it's part of what cigar smoking is about, that's right? It, you know? I mean, one of the things that we can all universally agree is cigar cigars let people talk. Exactly. And in a society where we talk less and less... 
because of the fact that we smoke a cigar, we have to sit still for 45 minutes to an hour and a half, maybe two hours. And here's it lets the best you have part. actually interaction with other human beings. Other human beings. They could, I always say, you know, you could be sitting with a CEO of a company, with a guy that's the blue collar guy that's on the assembly line. And you know what? With the cigar, we're all on the same level. And it just, there's no pretense. It's I just agree. Smoke cigars and have fun and let the magic of the leaf bond people think together. That that's one of the things that, for the, the person that isn't exposed to it, when you first explain the story of how cigars are made, and they start to understand how much work is in it, right. they understand how much labor, how many hands, and all the people, right. and the years that it takes, they're the stunned history. by that. Right. And then, when they start smoking cigars, and then they start having the experience of talking to someone on a human level, and not everything through social media, and not everything through text, and not everything through email, Right. That's that's almost like a, a callback to a bygone era. Absolutely, and you know, and it's in human nature to want to have that interaction, and it's it's a very fulfilling and experience. It's, and it's getting less and less. And right. I think the future we have, even you know, with the onset now of VR, with Apple getting into yeah. VR, that's going to put that in the mainstream, and then yeah. people are going to be in the digital world in all different sets you know but it's so the other thing that's weird about the so in the cigar world right the digital experience the social media experience right. well that's the cigar group experience right. it then transfers over to the in real life experience exactly. because of the nature of cigars you first meet people in a facebook group and next thing you know you're like you know what i'm gonna go to atlanta and meet these people that I've been talking to online yeah, yeah. and, you know, actually meet them in person. It, 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 it adds so much value to your life. And, and that's the part of cigars that it's hard to explain to someone that doesn't get it because they just think, oh, you're nicotine addicted, right? right? You're, you're, you're dirty and you're stinky and you're this and then that. And they don't see that element or that aspect. But once they experience it, right. I, it's very rare that I meet someone that like gets into cigars and then stops. True. I mean, once they experience it, like, wow. Outside of the life. 90s right. where people yeah, did it. Yeah, but the 90s because it, it was, was a fad, <laughs> it was a flex. <laughs> right, 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 right. That's a separate issue. Right. But I mean, but actual people, it's very, very rare because it's really, it's, it's very rewarding. I mean, it really, it makes your life better. And there's so few things it as does. a consumer that we purchase that actually makes your life better. Right. Right? We buy a lot of shit because we have to buy it. Right. Right? But you don't have to buy this, but you should buy this. Yeah, but but it actually improves right. your life. I agree 100%. agree 100%. Well, I'd love to get you on the show, you know, uh, via Zoom one of these hey. days. Hey. I know your schedule is... No, uh, stop. I love to do it. Right. It always for me is scheduled. So if you reach out to me... And right. you say to me, these are the times I like to do it. These are the right. days of the week. I can then look at my calendar and go, okay, I'm available Thursday here. I'm awesome. available this awesome. day. So if you Love to have you on. And, yeah. and honestly, a lot of people say, well, whatever you want, right. don't do that. Right. Tell me when is when you like to do it. Right, right. And then let me look at my calendar and then I'll figure out. And I always do it. I, I do it for the I smallest know. of groups. I, I do it for the biggest. I mean, I love to do Why wouldn't I? Right? Of course, I love to do it. Interacting with your... I like to interact with people. People that are enjoying your product. So for me, I I always, always love to do it. I mean, yeah, it's... Well, I'm going to try to nail you down to it because 
you know, I know how it is. You know, people are in the schedule and this and the that. The only reason once I commit, I won't do it right. is because I'm dead. Okay. And then I won't give a fuck. Oh. So if I, mean, I don't, if I don't show, it's because I'm dead. All right. All right. Fair enough. Well, Steve, thank you for the time you've given ah, us. Pleasure's all and mine. It was a pleasure to reconnecting uh, with you and uh, seeing you. And thanks, Nick. Steve Sock, everyone. Dunbarton Tobacco and Trust, because I couldn't remember the name. It's okay. I don't care. Everybody, welcome back. PCA Trade Show 2023, day four. This is the final interview that I'm doing today. You probably have a ton more. It's Nick Melillo from Foundation Cigars. Thank you James, so much for taking great this. Great to see you. Oh, My great pleasure. To see you. Always good to see you. I'm glad to have you back on the podcast finally. We're pleasure. Gonna, we're going to get you back on uh, this year because you've just been blowing up lately. Let's talk about all the success you had last year, all the accolades you got. It was a banner year for you in Foundation Cigars. You know, we released All Mac last year and it was a. We, we had high hopes for the brand, but it far outseeded what we could have ever expected. I was at the Rocky Mountain Cigar Fest last year, and you had an event where you kind of launched the Old Mac yeah, a little bit. Yeah. I picked up a box of Claro, and Randy, uh, the cameraman, picked up yeah. a box of the Maduro. Now, yeah, I remember. The, the Maduro, that's the one that got all the accolades. That's the one, Cigar of the Year. Yes. The Claro for me, though. You know, I hear that a lot, though. Really? Yeah, everybody. But that's why we do Claro and Maduro because it's exactly, you know, in our new, which we'll be talking about uh, brand we're coming out with, it, I do Claro and Maduro. Nice. And work in a, a store, you know, you have customers that love. Well, both. I love both. I do too, I love and both. And it's interesting to see people yeah. choose a horse, but you know, which is fine, but well, you know me. You I'm can gonna, like both. Yeah, absolutely. I, mean, I do love both. Yeah, but I'm one of those damn reviewers. I, yeah. you know, I'm gonna pick the one I think I like better for my yeah. pal. It's the Claro, but like that's great for you getting that recognition because yeah. you've been, you have been a mainstay in the industry for years. You, you've been around a long time. You've done a lot of stuff, and I, it's, I'm very happy for you to see. You. Get getting old, this. James. I'm getting oh, old. Look, look. I got more gray in my I'm beard. Up. Yeah, no, I'm no, catching up. No. Uh, one of the big announcements for me, because yeah. I'm going to let you and, and our, our viewers and listeners in on a little secret. My cigar of the year this year, unless something comes along, a dark horse out of the cigar of the year for me is a senator. That is Randy. Uh, <laughs> and I want to tell you this story because I, I hope you get a kick out of it. Randy also reviews for us yes. at simplystogies.com. You can go there and check out the review of the Senator. He got it and he was smoking it. He, he got like five boxes. He loves it. Yeah. Wow. So he's smoking it. He writes his review. He sends it to me and he goes, he calls me. He never calls me. He goes, I need you to read this review. I go, why? He goes, just read it. He goes, and then smoke the Senator. I'm like, okay, fine. So I read it. He scored it in 99, 9.9. .9. And I'm like, that is, what? I'm yeah. like, it can't be that good. Yeah. It can't be that good. Yeah. He's like, no, 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 smoke it. So I smoke it. As I'm smoking it, he and I are arguing on the phone. And I'm like, I, I think I get it. I, I let him go with the 975. Yeah. It's 9.9. I'm like, you can't get much better than that. But yeah. Honestly, you can't get much better than this. Talk about the setting. I mean, it, this is a really special project we did with High Clare Castle. I mean, the it's one of the reasons why I work with High Clare Castle. 
Lord Carnarvon, who lives in the castle, his great-grandfather discovered King Tut's tomb with yeah. Howard Carter. Yep. You know Foundation, we love history, love culture. Yes. So to work with High Clare, it's been, you're working with living history. Yes. And they tapped me to do a 100-year anniversary for King Tut. This was two years prior. So I knew I wanted to do something super special. You know, we replicated a box found within King Tut's tomb. My partner, Adam, also on the project, met two Egyptologists from Yale. Wow. So they fully made sure all the hieroglyphs were proper. And then, of course, you have to do a special cigar. You have to. So six and three quarters by 52, the Habano Ecuador, you know, higher priming. It's like a, it's not a Maduro, it's not a Claro, it's that kind of cafe, Colorado, Maduro, yes. and it's just tons of flavor. All of the fillers are aged for three years before we use them. And it's just a complete smoke. It I is mean, 100%. Yeah. Like, that is the best description, you a know, complete And it's smoke. not too, too strong, but no. it's got strength. And it kind of just builds up slowly. It doesn't yeah. smack you around. Yes. It's like, no, we're coming. I don't like, that's what, I don't like to be smacked around. Uh, it demands that you pay attention to it. It's one of those yeah. cigars you light, and from that first draw, you're like, oh, yeah. oh, I have to sit here yes. and pay attention to it. It's a celebration cigar. And it the really great is. news is for those of us that, or for those of you, I have my box at home. Like, And when you watch the podcast, you see it right there in the humidor behind me. Uh, it's 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 going to come back. Yeah. It's going to be an annual release. Yeah. So there was such an outcry to, you know, we only made 700 boxes last year. A lot of people didn't get them. Because Randy bought five. He, Randy's being a ball hog. Yeah. Um, kind of a dick. So we wanted to have a release again. So we'll do it on an annual basis every November. When is the, that's the anniversary, excuse me, for the discovery of the tomb. So we'll do it as an annual release, limited number of boxes. Got to give the people what they want. Absolutely. And they definitely want this cigar. You guys are going to get a chance to get it. Annual release. Check it out. You got some new stuff, though. We do. We have a few new things. Let's start with the Charter Oak Especiales. This is a new Charter Oak, five and a half by 48 Connecticut Broadleaf. This is the Connecticut Broadleaf Extra Oscuro. I wanted to do something in homage to my grandfather's. This one's called the Pasquale. Wow. He was a Connecticut broadleaf smoker, smoked extra oscuros. You know, this whole Charter Oak brand, the core line, is really an homage to the Connecticut brands of yes. olds, but also to my grandfather's, because that's what they would smoke on an everyday basis. These are something special. These are completely different blends except for the wrappers. So this is the Connecticut Broadleaf, then the Pegnatero is Connecticut Shade, which was my other grandfather smoked exclusively Connecticut wow. Shade. But all the binders, fillers are completely different than the core line. A lot more Viso, Ligero. These are fuller, a lot more depth and complexity, you know, than the core line. So these will be coming out early fall, 12 count boxes, early no cello. No cello. No cello. I love that. Yeah. I love that. I. You're not I, a big fan of the cello, are I, you? The cello, man. Uh, I understand the cello from a functionality standpoint. Right. But as a cigar smoker and a tobacco guy, it's difficult to take the seed, 
planet and the earth go through the growing season, the curing barns, the fermentation, the production, and then put a poly... Yes. No, it doesn't work, does it? It's hard for me. You're a purist. I am a purist. I know, you know, it's tough from a store standpoint. That's why you guys got to be careful on the humidors, you know, not handle them too much, not damage them too much. But um, I I like them to age and marry in the cigars, uh, in the boxes also. Yes. Keep them yes. in the boxes. Yes. Like, and that's the thing with you. You are, you're a student, not just of history, because obviously you are. We talked about, last time you were on, we talked about history yeah. of Nicaragua. We talked about your family history. We talked about the history of Connecticut. Yeah. You're a student of history. But you're also a student of the art of yes. making cigars. A hundred percent. There's not a lot of folks. Like, I got to stay passion. true to that. And people have passion for the industry, and they have passion for what they do, and passion for the league. But I think you are a true student of the league. A hundred percent. I love that. Always, I'll never stop being a student. Yeah. Because that's how you learn. Exactly. That's the only way. Otherwise, you, you stay in stagnant. Right. Master blender, you're a master student. Master, that's it. I, I like that. And then I, I like that better. Because yeah, <laughs> really, all I have is experience, you know. James, that's all we have is experience. That's it. Back on video now, a little snafu. Last day of the trade show, battery's dying. It's crazy. But all that audio is still there. So Okay, cool. So master new product shots in, yeah, in front of Yeah, there. exactly. So master student, talk yes. about. Yes, Matapa. Matapa is a new core line we're coming out with. Matapa is a town south of Esteli. The image on this box is of Ruben Darío. Ruben Darío is one of the most famous Spanish poets in the world and also the most famous national hero of Nicaragua. He revolutionized the Spanish poetry language in the early 1900s. Um, it's called modernism, the style of poetry that he created. This imagery is iconic in Nicaragua. The, the images of him receiving an award by the Nicaraguan government, so he's in the traditional Spanish no-collar garb, which was, to me was very reminiscent of Simon Bolivar yes. kind of imagery. Yes. So I thought it would be beautiful. On it does a, kind on a of remind me of that. It yeah, does. I kind of, you know, had that feel there. So 10 count boxes. This is Sumatra Ecuador wrapper, which is uh, something I've never used on a product that's come to market. I've worked with Sumatra Ecuador for many, many years. Just haven't released a, a brand using it. How, yeah. how many projects do you go through that you don't ever release? You're like, eh, this isn't going to work. There's a lot. Is I there? mean, there's there's a lot of experimentation. Um, usually I like to develop something around the wrapper leaf. Um, I, I've been thinking about it. It kind of does develop around wrapper leaves uh, because the wrapper, you know, it's outward facing and it's it adds a lot to the blend. This one is... This leaf is very unique, Sumatra, Ecuador. It does have a, a, a slight bitterness to it, I think. Not a bad bitterness, but if it's not blended properly, hence I use Connecticut broadleaf as the binder. Oh, wow. So the broadleaf's sweet, it's earthy, and so you got that bitter sweetness kind, kind of, of like going Kind of like a dark on. chocolate. Yes, yes. I like that. Yes, very much so. Fillers, Viso, Ligeros from Esteli, Jalapa, it's a very rich blend, full flavored, full body. And with that Sumatra, you're going to get a little bit of spice in there as definitely, well. You definitely got some spice. I'm a sucker for a good Sumatra. You know, it's 
and it being grown in Ecuador adds a whole nother element to oh, it. So I can't wait to try that one. These four sizes, Maduro and Claro, had to do it. Yeah, I love it. I had love to it. Do it. So these we're looking at early fall. And these are gorgeous boxes. Thank you. I mean, they're just absolutely gorgeous. So we go from like the Senator, which is ornate yes. and, and very yeah. historical and what, yeah. and you have the Charter Oak, which is simple simple and yes. it's you know it, it's, I love it's almost burnt lasered in yeah it's burnt it's, into the wood and it's beautiful yeah. and that heart see and then that's this the is thing. gold embossed gold, into the wood yes yeah. and it's yeah. sleek and it's sexy and yes. it's modern i wanted clean. this to be a little bit more understated yeah, yeah. no and, and, and the bands came out oh the bands I are mean, absolutely they got a gorgeous. nice tray but yes. it's a 10 count i wanted to keep the you know the the cost for a box down down you know that absolutely gorgeous there's nothing much, like buying a box. No. How much thought like go really goes in? Because look, I mean, this is a long process. Is it? I mean, this looks so simple, but it's not. And is so it? same with the booth. This takes the booth this is takes gorgeous. All year. Yeah, this I, takes a lot. I remember it's last year you had it was kind of it was similar, smaller, but it was yeah. small. And yeah. now you're more spread out, a lot more yeah. room. Yeah, a lot of art. And we a lot try of to art. keep it colorful. Are you, you know, and Thief still? Uh... Oh man, Thief and I are, are two peas in a pod. I mean, Thief and I have been, he's Alex Garcia, my art director. Man, you know, we've been friends since 2004. And he's really, over the years, he self-taught himself Photoshop and, you know, how to become a band, you know, and that's a process bands. in and of itself. Yeah. And I come up with the visions and he manifests them brilliantly. That's awesome. Yeah, we have a lot of the same interests too, so it helps. So he he kind of gets where I'm going whenever I bring him projects and tell him what I want to do. So yeah. It, we're like two sides of a coin, you know? I, I follow him on Instagram, he's yeah. awesome. I'd love to get he's him great. on the podcast at you some know, point. You know, I would love to try to get him up there. We've tried and it's just been tough yeah. You know, it's easier to go across the border. <laughs> Let me ask, that was yeah. the trade show. Last day, you only got yeah. less, like an hour yeah, and a half is left. It an hour? Yeah, it's been great, man. Was We've it? Been, yeah, yeah, good. It's, uh, it's been, it's been popping from the beginning. You know, today's a down day or we get to, you know, relax, relax talk. Yes. And, um, but it's been, it's been fantastic. I think That's we had a great show. Great. There's a lot of people. It was steady the whole time. So I think this is the trade show we've been the most organized to as a company. Good. From our sales team, staff, we had extra help. Um, yeah, Johnny so Pappas was in town. Yeah, I saw Johnny running yeah, around. My friend Gary was in town. So Lots of help, lots of people lots supporting of you. Yeah. That's, that's always important. Yeah, it's, That's always important. It's, Eight months till the next trade show, 50 days after TPE. Do you do TPE? No, uh, no we did either. this past year. We're probably not going to do it this year because the PCA is going to be in March. So, so yeah, so close. So, close. so this is a big trade show for us. But you are, you're always grinding. You're always out there. You're doing events. You're a grinder. Uh, where are you going to be after the trade? You're going to take some time off and then go out. And well, no, we got to get right into shipping oh. orders. Yeah. Uh, try to take a little time and then probably right down to Nicaragua. Make sure everything's on point. And then I'll be up for the Rocky Mountain Cigar Fest. You're going to have an event. You always have an event in the area the night before, the Friday night before. Where yeah, are you going to be? We got Tell a big one going on Havana Mana Longmont. That's uh, one of my favorite favorite shops in Colorado. So we'll be there Friday before. We'll probably start advertising early August. Nice. But uh, we hope to have either 
you know, a DJ, maybe some live music. It's going to be uh, a big party. Keep it exciting. I'm looking forward to I it. I always look forward to Colorado. I know it's been long, a uh, long few days. I yeah. want to get out of your hair. I appreciate James, all your time, thank Nick. You so thank much. you so much. Appreciate We're going to get you. you on the podcast soon, all right? Yeah. I'll reach out. It. We'll do it. We'd love to. All right. Thank all you right, very man. much. Thank you.